Sun came over and knelt beside Bond's chair. He spoke in a half-whisper, his throat trembling. A man lives inside his head. That's where the seat of his soul is. And this is true objectively as well as subjectively. I was present once. I wasn't directly concerned. When an American prisoner in Korea was deprived of his eyes, and the most astonishing thing happened. He wasn't there any more. He'd gone, though he was still alive. There was nobody inside his skull. Most odd, I promise you. So, James, I am going to penetrate to where you are, to the inside of your head. We'll make our first approach via the ear. Sun got up and went over to the table. I take this skewer and I insert it into your skull. The thin length of metal gleamed in the muddy light. You won't feel anything at first. In fact, in the true sense, you won't feel anything at all. The tympanic membrane which I'm about to stimulate has no touch receptors, only pain ones. So the first you'll know will be when... Well, I leave it to you to put a name to your experience, if you can. Welcome to Jay's Bond Complex. My name is Matt. My name is Edgar. And we are a James Bond podcast where we take on the entire 007 phenomenon from Fleming to film and everything in between. Oh. And today it's 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 a it is a it's first. It's a big day, Matt. It's really a big day because uh We've done everything Fleming in, in book form. Inside and out. We, Inside and out. We know out. this man like he's a brother. <laughs> And this is the first time we cover the word of Bond without its original creator. Mm -hmm. In Enter Kingsley Amos slash Robert Markham. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it's the first post-filming book. Uh, it was published, what, 1967? 1968, I believe. Well, hold on, we'll... we'll discuss it throughout our discussion, but it doesn't, it doesn't take place in 1968. But uh, I know... I, you're holding the book. I see mm. that you have a few pages. Uh, actually, I think you're just opening it for the first time. So, I'll I'll tell you. Wait, what is this? <laughs> a book? Is it a book? I don't know. I'm asking you. Okay, let me tell you what happens in current Colonel Sun. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I'll mention it to our, our Anglophone-based uh, listeners. Uh, as a Francophone, we don't say Colonel. We say Yeah. So they might have a few times where we flub it because I don't understand why it's pronounced Colonel when there's no. It I don't know. There must be some sort of a reason. I don't. I wonder if it's maybe a holdover from something British because you know, God bless the British. We love them dearly, but they have a lot of like street names and city names. I'm like, oh, it's such and such city, and they're like, no, you're supposed to say it like that, and I'm like. But it's written like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just say it like that. I wonder if it's one of those things. Yeah, Colonel. Megill or Magill? It's McGill. Let's get this party started. So, Colonel Son. James Bond is playing golf with Bill Tanner, unknowingly uh, being observed by a man plotting some type of covert operation that involves Bond and his boss. 
After arriving at quarterdeck M's residence, Bond's keen sense pick up that something is not right. His suspicion is immediately confirmed by an armed man. Uh, M has been drugged by the by a group of thugs, and Bond is next unless he manages to overpower them, which he does. Uh, while they attempt to administer a drug, uh, Bond manages to escape, uh, but um, he collapses because uh, they actually uh, managed to get a partial dose of the mm. drug in his system. Good drug. Give me some drugs. After the uh, the, the kidnapping, Bond, Tanner, and a few other uh, officials deduce uh, by a clue left uh, by the criminals that Bond's boss, M, was smuggled in Greece. Dun, dun, dun. The plot thickens. The plot thickens. Bond follows the clue and heads to Greece, obviously. He is accosted by the lovely Adriane Alexandro. Uh, immediately, Bond sh- suspects that she's a raid agent, but still he follows the plan and lets her take him to a restaurant overlooking the Parthenon. And af- after an attempt to capture 007, suddenly Adriani seems to change sides as she helps Bond escape and brings him to Gordienko, the Russian GRU spymaster in charge of the operation. We learned that the attempt to capture Bond was cancelled when Adirani learned that fake agents had been sent for the job. Bond and Gordienko deduce that a third faction is at play. When the group decides to leave the safe house, they are attacked. Bond and Adirani are the only survivors of the attack on the Russian spy cell. And after finding refuge, uh, the pair find solace in each other's arms and make love. The following morning, they analyze their situation and they realize that they can only rely on each other. Adriani also explains to Bond that the conspiracy they're a part of involves some sort of event on an island that she is not ready to discuss with him. Eventually, she says that she will. Uh, first, they need a boat and someone to pilot it. Adriani brings Bond to Letsas, a World War II freedom fighter and friend of Adriani's father turned a boatman for tourists. After some convincing and the promise of potential revenge on a former German officer named von Richter, Letsas agrees to take the pair on their quest. Vrakonesis is the destination, the island that, according to local myth, lived a dragon and that the mythical hero, Thesis, killed after his slaying of the legendary Minotaur. An island that, according to Bon, hides another type of dragon today, a Chinese one. That's the worst kind. <laughs> yeah. Adriani finally reveals the event is to disrupt both England and Russia, involves this uh, secret meeting between Russian officials and North African higher-ups. Bond deduces that the conspiracy wants to frame M and even himself for an attack that would also tarnish Russian interest. The island that they are heading towards is to be the place that this event takes place in. After a boat attack, the trio finally make their way to the island. General Arinsky... The man in charge of the Vraconisis conference is greeted by the arrival of Adriane. She explains to him the entire situation, Bond, the slaying of the spy ring, the threat on the conference, the boat attack, but Arensky is still skeptical. He orders Adriane to convince Bond to come to the island himself. He intends to capture him. Adriane retells her interaction with General Arensky to Bond and lists his amusement. 
The trio starts to put things together. Von Richter has rented a house on one side of the island. Somehow his talents in committing atrocities is required for the escaper. The trio starts planning their next move. At night, Bond conveniently makes his way to Colonel Sun's hideout, where there he briefly observes a meeting between Sun and Von Richter. On his way to meet with Litzel, he's cornered by one of the general's men uh, before that man is killed by Litzus with a long-range rifle. Apparently, he's very good with those. <laughs> in, war, in order to avoid detection, Bond and his allies actually traded uh, boats with another sailor. That's why uh, they managed to uh, sneak in. The trio finally make their plan to invade the Colonel's son's house and rescue him. Their desperate plan is put in jeopardy by the arrival of a Russian boat. Out of options, Bond and his friends jump overboard and start to make their way ashore. There, Bond is knocked unconscious. Captured, trapped, and weaponless, things look dire for 007. Colonel Sun explained that his intention to torture the secret agent before his untimely death. He also reveals that both Adriani and Litzes have been captured. Bond is then brought to the room where M has been secluded. Bond explains the situation to his boss. M orders 007 to make sure the plot fails. Son and Von Victor enter the room. The former SS soldier explains his plan and strategy to use mortar for the attack and leave Bond and M's dead body as fall guys for the entire plot. Colonel Son then recommends that Bond and M should say the goodbye. Bond now as and that should be the title of the next movie, An Appointment with Pain. <laughs> uh, Bond is trapped to a chair, and after a brief uh, discussion, torture begins. Colonel Sun uses skewers to probe 007's brain, causing the secret agent un unfathomable of amounts of pain. After a few minutes of this ordeal, Sun orders Dr. Lohman, the medical officer of this operation and one of the prostitutes, to witness the torture. At first, protesting her orders, the prostitute is forced to strip and sexually stimulate Bond before his untimely execution. But covertly, the young woman uses a knife and frees Bond. Bond faints death. Son comes to check on him. Bond's knife is would-be assassin. Then goes on a rampage, kills almost everyone. You, you mean Bond knifes the author of all his pain? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, gets back uh, to 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 uh, help with the doctor and the prostitute that helped save them. Not only to find out that Connorson is not dead, he managed to escape. Uh, Bond tracks him down, and after a failed attempt at a grenade assassination, uh, Colonel Son is. Uh, kills himself with the aforementioned grenade. And after that, the Russian and the British uh, try and find a pl plausible explanation and yeah. for, for the entire ordeal as um, Adriani and Bond reflect that they are both, in their own way, prisoners. Prisoners of their sense of duty. <laughs> Thus ends Colonel Son. Bravo, mon grand. I was quite the mouthful. Yeah. But this was the yeah. first time I was yeah. reading this book. Uh, Me too. Me and too. I wanted to make sure I, I picked up as like I, I mm. didn't miss a beat and I got most of it. And, uh, and I started late reading it and I bought, I had the physical copy. Unless I have the same edition you, you have. I bought the mine in Toronto last uh, autumn. 
wonderful. Everybody it's like the Marvel like, logo. I don't. Yeah. I, knew, I don't even know if the the mic picked it up. Well, uh, find out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I bought physical copy. I bought the audiobook as I uh, always do. Uh, but I started listening to the audiobook, but I kept forgetting forgetting the book. And I realized that for writing down my notes and doing screen grab, screen grab actually works easier for me. So I bought a digital copy. So I bought that book three times. <laughs> but we'll, we'll we'll get there when we get there. But I. I, I I had a good time with the, this one. I did too. I did too. I I think I I was certainly very impressed at the start. So yeah, I I enjoyed it quite a bit too. Uh, I was there is quite a bit of Fleming in it. It's probably because it, it's it's fre- well, circa nineteen sixty eight. It, it's fresh. Fleming passed away not too long ago. The last Fleming book was published not too long ago. At the point at the point that this book's. Uh, is 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 released to un- unleashed onto the public. There's also a little bit of non-Fleming. I mean, it's, it's not the same guy. It's King's Lamus. He's going to do his thing. There are passages where he's, he describes um, tension and psychological distress differently. I'm thinking most notably when Bond is drugged and he's, his head is not very clear. I don't think Fleming would have written it that way. It's different. It feels different. I, I, I felt there were moments where I could tell this isn't Fleming, which is not is a bad different. thing. I agree with you. The The writing is different, but do you feel it's the same character? I did. I did. I so did was I. never under the impression of, oh, God, this guy doesn't understand Bond. Bond would never behave like that. No, this this Bond is very much like Bond in I this I think film. he nails him. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, the characterization feels right. Uh, the leading lady feels right. The leading lady is actually pretty interesting. It's one I, of the more interesting ones we've read so far. I was surprised how much I dug her. I mm-hmm. was quite shocked. And reading it at some times, I was, because they're in Greece, I was thinking for eyes only at times. But because she's sort or less a Russian agent, I was thinking of uh, The Spy Who Loved Me at times. Yeah. Yeah. And because obviously we're doing this book in parallel with Spectre. Mm. There's a lot of Spectre, and not just the torture scene. Um, I guess we'll get there. Maybe that, I didn't clue in on the other ones. Maybe, but uh. yeah, but uh, it's a it, it's surprising. It's never been adapted completely, but it feels like elements of this book have been picked up by the Bond movies. Movies, not just Spectre. Uh, not just Spectre. Okay, I heard the question as there's a lot of Spectre in this. I was like, I uh, okay, but I'm thinking of the world is not enough. Really, also, yeah. also, uh, yeah. I mean, world is not enough. Spectre. Uh, those are two movies that come to mind when I read this book. Uh, yeah, it was it was quite. A, it starts really nice. I I like the fact that the book starts very quaintly, very quaint fashion. It's just a round of golf with his friend Bill. Yeah. Speaking of Bill, um, they're 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 finishing off. They're matched. They're at the 18th hole. It's a just a very comfortable September day. In fact, it's so comfortable, so pleasing, that Bond is actually worried that he's getting too comfortable. He's getting soft. To that that uh, secret agent sharpness that we've seen so often on, in the Fleming books. It's it's funny that this guy picks up after Fleming and he starts his book with Bond wondering, like, am I getting a little soft? Am I getting a little slow here? Like, uh, too routine, you know? You don't... Like, they don't mention his age, and I think the age eventually in the the post Fleming book starts to fluctuate somewhat. Uh, well, it has to. I mean, 
the Garner and 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 Benson. I mean, I haven't read a, I have not read a Benson in a while. I'm trying to remember. Are do the because the Bensons are what late nineties, early aughts. Yeah. Like, do those books take place late nineties, early aughts? Yes, they do. So, I mean, you got. Look back, you got to fiddle with the timeline here. Like you it's can't like, be a World War II vet anymore. No, it's like it's, that, that, it's that, like that the movies. It's yeah. like the movies. It's basically right up until Sebastian Fox's Devil May Care, uh, which was the first post Benson book, I believe. Uh, there was about a five or six year gap there, but right up until Devil May Care, the books kind of function like the films. Well, it's the same guy, even though timeline-wise, this makes no sense. You know? Yeah, it's just the same guy. Just go with it. You know, it's gonna be interesting. But yeah, they, so he's playing golf, and um, he's about to. He's being spied on. He's about to go visit M, and it's been sick for a mm. while. Yeah, yeah. It's been a year, a little bit over a year since the man golden with the golden gun. gun. He's I do like that. They do allude to the fact that yes, this is the same character. We are not rebooting anything. Yes, the last mission was Golden Gun. You know, and he's, like, uh, he's still, he doesn't have any pain in the stomach because he's been shot in mm. the gut the, the year before, and he's. Uh, yeah, he's sort of craving a tough assignment. Yeah. He's kind of... Yeah. Which is, in fairness, is not the first time nope. Bond has craved that. That's a trope of yeah, the character. It is. It is. It's just, I find it interesting that that is the first thing that's broached in this novel by a new by a new author. So it's almost like the author... It's a little bit meta, I find. Like Kingsley Amos said, well, if I'm going to pick up the mantle, I need to reinvigorate... This. So let's reinvigorate by putting starting Bond in a in a place in his life where he needs to be reinvigorated. You know? It's funny because uh, Kingsley Amis wrote two other books before writing this one. He's probably one of the first person to actually cover Bond in the Fleming canon and it, from the literature perspective. He wrote the Book of Bond. Uh, book of Bond. I don't know that one actually. It's it hasn't been reprinted in in a few years. Uh, and the um, the other one is the James Bond dossier. Uh, Bond dossier is actually a legit literary literary analysis of the books. Uh, uh, and uh, I would actually be interested in reading a copy if it's ever re- reprinted. Um, eventually, I'll we'll get one copy and mm. re- review it. I guess some of those books are a little tough to find, and if you can find them, they're a little expensive. Uh, the 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 Bond in this book is like. I found a copy that was on that two hundred dollars. I'm not no. buying that. I'm sorry. We're fans, but uh, on a budget. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no. It's, it's eventually. It's, I guess somebody's gonna reprint it. I mean, Ian Prob- Publication. They love money. They know that they'll <laughs> sell. I, yeah. I would. If if you think you might not make that much money with a physical copy, guess what? A digital. Mm. Uh, but I'd be interested in reading those. But it's not his first foray in the world of Bond right. so he's, he knows the hands and out that's probably why we, I mean you picked up on something very clever it's a trope in the Bond universe where Bond uh, at the start of the book he's bored and he craves mm. yeah. a tough assignment yeah. he's obviously done his homework Yeah, he knows the character which is probably why the transition feels so seamless I mean it's certainly you know Amos doesn't write like Fleming uh, it's not as colorful, although it comes damn close at times. Uh, I would say maybe it's pretty it's, good. Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, maybe not as consistent a- as Fleming, and obviously the major plot point about M being kidnapped. You know that really hasn't. Although you know it, 
the Golden Gun offered a sequence where Bond is brainwashed and was sent to assassinate M. So that was a big thing. So I guess let's take it further. This time, the villains actually get their hands on M. Mm. Without, but not with the intention of killing him yet. Uh, they actually have something more nefarious in plan. So yeah, it's it, it does feel, yeah, it feels like a proper continuation. It feels, I, there really weren't any moments while I was reading this book going, um, I would have liked to have read Fleming's version of this. Like, I never really had that impression. Um, Matthew? I think I've said my piece. I think it's, 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 uh, Solid characterization. I mean, it it picks up the character where Fling left him. I mean, for the people people that want to continue on the journey, it's more than serviceable. It's quite good. It's a good story. It's a good. Yeah. It, it, if I were to compare it to the other Fleming book, it it would rank up there. Like, oh, you know, this it. is superior than than a, a few of of the Flemings. A like few I would of the say. Flemings. Half of with Fleming mm. output has been superior yeah. to half of it. I would also encourage uh, the listeners to, to read the continuation novels uh, as well, just so our numbers can keep increasing. <laughs> uh, you know, just don't abandon us just yet. No, don't, don't. It is Fleming to films and everything in between. So this is, we're getting in it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it, and honestly, I think people are going to keep following. They're going to be. I don't know, but I, I we'll hope see. people keep following us. Yeah, it'd be a little disappointed if they it's didn't, like, but... Like uh, the... Everything drops. <laughs> no more Fleming, we're out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so there's this gentleman uh, with glasses, the man with glasses, I believe it's actually the title of the first chapter, so he's staring at Bill and Bond. That's a great... Uh, the, B, the BB Kings, as I call them. <laughs> uh, so he's, he's staring at them from afar, and this man who's, I don't, I don't remember if we actually get to find out what his identity is, but essentially he's part of this massive plot. That's the first strain, the first strain of, in this plot. A lot of the goons in that initial couple of chapters are, are not very memorable. Very opaque. They're yeah. not that important. Like, I think Bond at the end of the novels recognizes one and kills him. It's, it's one of the those that, but most of them, I think, I, I'm not even sure if they die in this novel. There are a lot of names in this book. We have Bond. That's easy. Yes. We got Tanner. It's pretty good. We got M. So far, I'm doing pretty good. We got Colonel Sun Liang Tan. Yes. We have Ad Ariadne. Yes. We have Litsas. We have Yanni, who's yes. like the kid on the boat with them. We have Ariensky, who's like the sort of villain but not the real villain he's just a villain because he's like a commie uh, and he's setting up this meeting we have on Victor. we have danny but like a female danny oh that are you picking up the name of the prostitute yeah i don't remember i didn't like there's and and that's like half the names in this book like i felt that that's something that distinguished this from fleming fleming there are a lot of characters in his books, but I felt like this had a ton yes. of characters. I was like, wait, who's that person again? Like, I was struggling a little bit with that at times. Um, you need to chart them yeah. a little bit. It's still, I, I, I enjoy them. So uh, we have our, our kidnapping scene when Bond shows up at yeah. quarter deck. Yeah, and Bond notices, he notices something funny about the decor at quarterdeck, as if things have been placed almost too perfectly. They've been placed to, 
he can sort of sense that things are lying about almost as if someone else placed them. Look, everything's perfectly normal. Nothing weird here. <laughs> uh, he almost has like that sixth sense that something is wrong because everything looks too perfect. Um, you know, if there's one thing about that book that like the m biggest weakness of that book is that the entire kidnapping of M and Bond, why they were they decided we need M and we need James Bond, we need those two. It it's never explained why. I could tell you Bond. I couldn't tell you M. Uh, why Bond? Why Bond? It's a good question. I was thinking about that, and I've come to the explanation that uh, obviously we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves in the book, but. Uh, the the villain in this book, uh, Colonel uh, Sun, you know, he's a Chinese gentleman, and it's alluded to again. We have to keep in mind that it's the late '60s. It's still the Cold War, and there are many satellite states. You know, it's still a little murky. It's easy to say East versus West, but it's still a little murkier than that. And um, in within that murkiness is well, you have communist China and you have communist Russia, and they're not bros necessarily even though they're nest oh you know they're both communists so i think what the chinese are doing is well we want to be the real badass communists not the russians we know the russians have in, uh, have had entanglements with this man bond multiple times in the past so via subterfuge we'll use their enemy to distract them as we usurp their sort of from the th that the Soviets from the throne as being the real cool communists and the that's so sort of why am I don't know you're a, yeah you 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 your your deduction is not wrong but it's never stated as no, such it's never in the stated. book oh no I no it's, I'm gonna come clean that's what I extrapolated from the text it's, it's not in the text from Russia with love plot where they want yeah. to 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 humiliate uh, smirch shame. they're actually playing whereas Smirsh is 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 playing the British now. The Chinese are playing the British and Smirsh sort yeah. of sort of like that, you know. So uh, it's More. a it's a it's a supra from Russia with love. <laughs> that that makes sense. Um, so uh, M arrives. Uh, M is already drugged. Uh, looks terrible. Looks terrible, and he's been sick for a while. Um, I was actually worried for his health. <laughs> By the end of this book, I'm like. I, I don't know if he's going to be okay after that. Uh, after that, uh, well, he, he gets, they, they attempt to, they tell him to drop his pants. Uh, they're going to give him an injection. Oh. Which I, I, yeah, I found that particularly funny. And he, he finds a way to, to, to grapple his way out, but mm. he's still, he still, they still poke him. They still poke, poke him, him in the cheek or whatever they poke uh, him. I don't know but they, they, they explain that they need, I like the thing in the cheek. <laughs> intravenously and he, he got in the muscle but he managed to over, over temporary overpower them runs away and he throws himself out the window off yeah. the balcony it's pretty awesome badass <laughs> badass bond uh eventually he collapses he, he, he gets awakened and it's important to note that he he nicks one oh, of his assailants that yes. that be well, sort of important yeah, no, it, actually, that does become pretty important. He nicks one of his assailants just before he flees from, from the premise. And that becomes important because these people that are behind this plot shoot this guy in the face because they're going to take M by airport. And they want, 
It's weird because they want Bond to follow them because they wanted to kidnap Bond, not kill Bond. And Bond Bond clues in on this based on the behavior, based on how they're holding him, holding him hostage. It's like, no, these guys are not here to kill me. They're he, they they want me. So he clues in on this, and that proves to be true because they leave a tra- They leave clues on the body of one of their own who they shot in the face because they thought. Because Bond hit him in the face, it'd be too obvious, and the authorities would be after them. It's a little convoluted, yeah. but it still works. But it's a little it would convoluted. attract too much attention. Yeah. So they say, "No, you're you're staying here. Deal with deal with with them." Uh, with and the description. Bullet. The script. I love the description because that was kind of fl- Fleming got really dark and gross sometimes. And the description in the book is like, "Oh, this guy had no face anymore." <laughs> There's some good description when it comes like we'll, we'll get there when we get there, but there's there's gruesome mm. moments and the poor Hammonds who we don't know that well. We really know them from Majesties, I think. Yes, I think. Uh, so that was a little bit like, oh, really? We're canning they, these characters? Like they killed like off flaming creations. Yeah, yeah, it's a little a little bittersweet. I mean, it's not like we ever knew them that well, but. But you no, know, I remembered them when I was like, yeah. "All right, the Hammonds—they're they're in that Majesties on Christmas Day. Like that was a cute little scene. It's one of my favorite scenes in the entire Fleming canon when they just chat around the dinner table on Christmas Day at quarter deck. And oh, really? We're canon? They were we're we're, we're retiring these guys? Right. Papa. Yeah. So that was a little sad. But. Yeah. So we uh, eventually we they they leave a note that has the names of prostitutes uh, and it's all Greek name, and that leads them to think. They must be heading to Greece, mm. and uh, thereby Bond follows them to Greece. I mean, well, there's another example of a lot of names. So this chapter begins, and it's essentially you have a minister, uh, you have a minister that we won't really see that much of again. Right out, yeah. And I wrote it. I wrote his name, and it's like, oh, he's gonna be a villain, and no, he ends up having almost no impact on the. Board. Yeah, and he's a bit of a. Well, he's a politician. Yeah. He wants to protect his own behind. And he shows up, I think, briefly at the end. But there mm-hmm. are like three other people at this table. There's the constable. There's Tanner. There's Bond, although Bond is still feeling the effects of the drugs. He's not really a participant really in this chapter. And there's somebody else. But that's like another example of like, okay, we could have just had a scene between Tanner and Bond like that discussing this. Yeah, there's a little bit of uh, hey, it's not a major criticism. I still really like the book a lot. I'm really impressed by what Ames Ames did. But but if I had like little nitpick, it's like enough with the names, man. Just you just need about six or seven characters in a Bond book. You don't need like twenty five. It's <laughs> like uh, you picked up on something. Yeah, there's too many uh, too many name characters, and uh, yeah, but still yeah, anyway. We 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 end up to to in Greece mm-hmm. and this La Grande Bretagne he, yeah the, but but this is where he did most of his uh, and I I look for this when I'm reading Bond and this is where most of his research came from like he went to Greece a couple of times uh, Kingsley Amos and the restaurant that uh, Adriani and Bond go to still exists nice so is the uh, Grand Britannia Hotel well I would think well I would think there's a restaurant at the Acropolis it's, well not the Acropolis uh, the uh, it's the Dionysus uh, oh okay uh, it, it's so well, near of the uh, overlooks and yeah. I've looked at pictures uh, I'll show them to you when we're we're done recording and it's just beautiful and I, I I was reading the book and I learned that somebody at work was going to Greece and nice. I said 
you should visit that. And I showed him pictures. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. And he asked me, where did... Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he asked me, where did you find find out about this? And I was like, it's, it's from a Bond book. And mm. I was like, really? Yeah. And I started explaining that Bond books are good for, for tourist uh, how research. Can, I, how can this surprise people in 2000 and like have you seen any of the movies like he travels some people don't know it's based on books i mean remember at comic-con with those little uh, helpers that that they spoke we spoke to uh when we were looking for a room they they said oh it's based on the books oh we didn't know that yeah it's Mm. based it says based on yeah fleming's book it says it at the opening what's a fleming yeah i know an ian i got a bretta named ian (laughs) Anyway, so we go to uh, we go to a, a hotel. Bond is sort of just chilling because Bond doesn't really know. He knows what well, he obviously Bond is right, but he thinks he needs to be in Athens. He doesn't know what he's supposed to do in Athens, so it's really he, it's a shot in the dark, and he's yeah. waiting for something to happen. Lo and behold, something does happen. I think he says, "Well, I'm James Bond. I'm the worst, most greatest, famous secret agent. Somebody will spot me." <laughs> Somebody will spot me. It's it's the really b- mm. a moment of uh, the book. Mm. The, the the connection between Bond and Adrien it's it's forced. It's I, supposed to be. It's yeah, but it's really clumsy. Well, speaking uh, of From Usher with Love, it is it is a lot like From Usher with Love. Bond knows he's going. He's stepping foot into a trap. That's the that's the goal, because because Bond and Tanner agrees with them. Yeah, no, they they wanted to kidnap me. Like they didn't. There was I could tell they didn't want to kill me. They didn't want to maim me too badly. So that, I'm gonna guess. I'm, my hunch is that they still want me. So if they still want me, and they left clues saying I gotta go to Greece, they'll find me. And lo and behold, here is Ariadne, who with a, a big brute, a big nasty man who's hurting her arm. And oh, <laughs> save me, save me, please. Oh, James, save me! It's, 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 I liked their description. I mean, obviously they they're, they're always beautiful, great boobs. Yes, all, as always. Sorry, Fleming-esque. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's surprisingly so. It's always they. He's got to talk about the, the the size of their chest. Uh, but she's it's the name. Oh, Fleming believed in a healthy chest. Yes, she's described as having tabac tabac tobacco blonde hair, mm. and I thought it was. It's just it 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 sounded like the I don't know it sounded pretty to yeah. me, and I was like, yeah, that's a good. Uh, and because of uh, the movie we're doing, somehow the the image of Leia Seydoux kind of entered my brain a little bit, not too much, because but she has sort of a darker shade of blonde. So I'm like, eh. Mm, no, actually, I didn't. No, I I made something up in my head. I didn't have a, a Bond girl from movies in my head. I I have a picture of who Ariadne is, and she's. Believe me, my imagination. Congratulations <laughs> to you, sir. <laughs> uh, she, but she's fun. She's one of the so far surprisingly. She, she's in the upper echelon. She's with the uh, Vivienne Michel and the uh, Galabran of this the filming. She book. is. Uh, she is because there's a lot of depth to her character. Uh, we don't know about it yet, uh, but we get to learn a lot about her as the story goes along. She's she, she her her father was part of uh, the resistance to 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 thwart the communist uh, the co- communism in Greece. Although she herself has latched on to communism, although she's always 
or actually, it's not true. She was educated in the United States. Apparently, she speaks with an American accent, I think. Her English is American, I think. Uh, I seem to remember something like that. Um, but, so she's Greek. She shows signs of being very proud of being Greek, but she's more of, she's also communist. There's there's like a marriage of very contradictory, I shouldn't say contradictory, because I don't really know that much about Greece and not that much about communism, but there's certainly, there's a lot of, it's, she's very dichotomous, I find. And her personality is as well. She'll sometimes be playful, she'll sometimes be very romantic, and then sometimes she'll have, you know, sort of that stereotypical, or maybe not stereotypical, because, like, apparently they're all like that, like that sort of Greek fire, you know, it's like, yeah. don't mess with this, don't mess with this person, yeah, you can see there's that uh, Greek spice in her a little bit, but she's also a bit of a romantic at the same time, you know, she relates the story of um, Pieces. the Greek myth and the island and so yeah, there's it was a there's a lot of layers to her. I did like Ariadne quite a bit. I was very very pleased mm. with her. So was I. Yeah. Good uh, good creation. Yeah. No, we we is he dead? He must be dead. Amos. I passed away in ninety one. Remember okay. correctly. Well, rest in peace. We salute thee. No, he was. Uh, he did a good job. I mean, it's. Um, I'm surprised he only wrote one Bond novel with the quality of this book. I would have expected him to to keep re re writing them, but um, I I don't know why they never ask him to do another one because uh, this this is this is good so stuff. good. They actually uh, bought bought the I guess the movie rights for, from his estate and adapted it in. The, a specter yeah, yeah yeah partially so essentially so through this very theatrical setup uh bond and ariadne and ariadne's uh very open about wanting to spend time with bond <laughs> so they are they they bugger off to the restaurant that's what they do f first yeah they go yeah, to the restaurant no he gets rid of the uh the drunken right which guy. is like he's probably in on it too so you know no, it's it, fairly easy. He just stares at him, and the guy, after a few minutes, decides to leave. He says easy. something, and in, in, uh, somebody oh, yeah, told the, me the worst type of Greek insult possible. Somebody told me on inst uh, on Twitter, but I don't remember. It's like uh, I, I think you've had enough. I think is what he says. Okay, it's not. It's probably more uh, colloquial the way mm. he says it, but mm. it's pretty much what what he says to apparently. Yeah, then the guy's like, well, since you put it that way, I shall leave. Good day to you, good sir. <laughs> um, so they have the they head towards the party now. Par par partinon? Partion. Partion. Sorry, mispronouncing. <laughs> um, and there's two guys that are following them. Mm -hmm. Eventually, she, she, she talks to them or she has something to them. She says, what happened to such and such and such and such? They respond, well, you know, they were called off. They were called to onto another assignment, so we're replacing them. And that tells Ariadne something's wrong. I just made up those two names. <laughs> they don't work for us, really. So that's when she decides to. So this that's a big scene because that's the moment when, although they're obviously not on the same team, really, that's where uh, the the um, the alliance between Ariadne and Bond becomes very important because now Ariadne's clued in as okay, something bigger. Is going. Bond is still figuring out what is going on. Ariadne already has an idea of what's going on because she knows of the event on Vraconisi. 
but now she's oh someone else is interfering with our with our shit here like because these guys i don't know who these guys are and they're pretending to know people i've just made up you know there's there's a third faction at play yeah exactly uh, and uh, she, she she starts yelling to bond and she looks angry and she slaps him and uh, she she says something like I, I, it, it, she switches from Greek to English, English to Greek, and eventually she, she angrily says, "Okay, you're 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 gonna take care of that one. I'm gonna take care of that one. Are you okay?" And then they they they, they, they formulate their their quick plan and they they attack. They take care of the two assailants. They run off. They go to the safe house. Mm-hmm. Where there's like three or four other people that are named and yeah, they all die the next chapter. <laughs> well, yeah. Actually, one of them dies in that chapter. He goes to answer the door, and he walks back like slowly, but he has no more eye. Like he's been shot in the eye. It's kind of a cool death, actually. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a little uh, macabre. Mm. Do we want to pause just a moment? Because there is one chapter during all of this where we f- meet. Oh, our, our real villain. villain, yeah, Colonel uh, Langtan. Son Langtan. Son Yantan. We're going to butcher that name all day. Call, long. We'll just call him Colonel Son. Yeah, whatever. And uh, so this is a big introduction. This is our this is our villain. I can hear the, like, the music like when he shows up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a very this is so we've we've never had the Chinese in the book so far. We're no, going a little bit more contemporary. We're going a little bit more political. Uh, this is a little bit new. You're right, uh, and and it, it's it's more geopolitical because the Chinese are most definitely a force by now in the 1960s. What with Mao Zedong and all and that, the Little Red Book and the revolution and all this, so you know they are a force right now. And now we're using them as the villains in the book. So that's an interesting play. Um, what do we think of of uh, the Colonel? As you know, as He's, I'll time. be honest. I love the book, but I it shouldn't be the name of the villain. I don't find him. It should be Rendezvous with Pain or whatever that thing. Appointment was. with Appointment Pain. With pain. <laughs> that would make more. Uh, not that I think it's the ultimate. It, Colonel Son is doesn't sound like a Fleming title to me. Goldfinger. Yeah, I know. That's the exception. Doctor, no, you're gonna say, but yeah. you know, it's it's the. Uh, but you, I, I wouldn't start a continuation novel with that title. I think what uh, like they they would have uh, sun rises in the east, a new villain rising. I don't know. I'm spitballing here. I, I, I he's not that incredible or that. Uh, he, he sets things in motion as most villains do, but there's he's got he's not. A uh, Goldfinger, where you spend a lot of time with, mm. or as uh, Roscaramanga, uh, uh, our all-time favorite, who I've forgotten, Hugo Drax. Hugo Drax. <laughs> Even the book is not called Hugo Drax or just Drax. It's it's Moonraker. Mm. It's something like uh, the, the 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 Dragon Island would have been a more appropriate title if you if you want to stretch things. Yeah, why not? Why not? I mean, I kind of like Colonel Sun. I do like his fascination with the British. I do like the description of his um, not his vocabulary, but his uh, oh the intonation with which he speaks. He sounds like someone. Gosh, I, I he sounds like someone that knows what words to say. But his accent is both English, both Welsh, both Scottish, both. It's like he's just like picked up a bunch he, of accents. He just likes British. 
yeah, yeah. He learned his uh, his English through probably like me. I probably have a weird accent because I picked up my English to watching sitcoms and cartoons. Uh, so it's not maybe. It, 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 it's it, I I have an accent, but it's not the typical French Canadian accent. Come, I uh, my name is Mathieu, and I gonna like, read the uh, book right now. The Colonel Son, you know. Yeah, that's the typical French Canadian accent, which I don't think I have. I have no, a diff- you know, not I, even I have something else mm. going on as an accent. But I think that's it. I think he learned from probably listening, you know, meeting people, picking up a few accents and practicing with people who already have an accent. Mm. He's, he probably that's probably how he, lear- he learned his language. Uh, I, but it's later on, but man, his entire spiel about torture, it got it, it God, that I found it creepy. It, like, it is. I, it tightened certain parts of my anatomy. I was like, ugh. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It, it is one of those things where that, well, that's the chapter where, you know, Amos, Amos just decides to say, let's, no, let's just hammer home the point that he's a crackpot. Because the idea of the torture is to, through pain, because our bodies react to pain in very specific ways and our minds and our conscience responds to pain in such a way, I'm going to inflict such unique pain on Bond that it'll become a bit of an experience. And I hope to make, but just before he dies, I hope to have Bond experience a higher level of, like the pain will send him into the stars. <laughs> I don't know what it is. He wants to conduct an experiment, essentially. Yeah. Well, I find he's the Von Richter of the story. They keep telling, they, they keep like uh, touting this Von Richter guy, and I'm like, oh, he's just going to shoot mortars. <laughs> Colonel Sun's the crazy one. It's yeah, like, Colonel Sun. But I think one loves to cause death. The other one loves to cause pain. Yeah, von Richter's a von Richter's a butcher. Yes. Well, isn't the chapter the butcher of Zompadu or? Yes. Yeah, the butcher of uh, Capuzona, and it's true what he did in the past. That's why that's why Litzas hates him so much. Um, yeah, it's true. Von Richter's a von Richter's an a hole, but like the cray cray here is is Colonel Sun. It's not Colonel Sun is the crew. Probably he's not the best villain so far that we've but he's probably the most insane legit insane mm. like i i'm gonna torture you not because i wanted to make you talk if you do but you know what i don't even care i'm gonna kill you anyways i need your bodies and the body of your boss i, I just has... want to and i'm not crazy he says he doesn't think he's crazy i just he just it's like i just like torturing people that's my thing it's like it's what i, I do boy it's and my jam. He, he gets off on it in a bizarre way. Like the way it's described in the book, it, it is upsetting. It mm. is creepy as hell. It's it's a horror movie. When he, the, tor- the torture yeah. scene begins, it's torture awful. porn. It's exactly it's torture porn. They they didn't do that for the movie. They they didn't do like the no. b- the book is much more graphic than Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty disgusting, actually. <laughs> uh so we get our introduction from from the colonel. We do see M a little bit. Yeah. Uh, interesting language. You might say colorful from M. We're not going to quote uh, the passages, but it's like, oh, that's from the 60s. Um, I'm sure Amos is not an idiot. I'm sure he said, well, I'm, I'm, writing, I'm writing in the 60s about an older guy that grew up like in the 20s and 30s. And yeah, he'd probably say something like that. <laughs> it's like, okay, sure, whatever. Yeah. We still like M. We still want Bond to rescue him. Yeah. But that, that's a little bit like, oh. 
<laughs> Whoop. Wouldn't have written that, but anyways. Well, it's okay. Never you mean the guy? The guy's just sick and he's been distressed. Mm. Uh, you, so let's go back to to Athens. Let's go to the yes. safe house. The safe house where we meet Gordienko. 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 There's another one. There's. And they don't really matter because, like, uh, they, they talk about their plan uh, that they had for, for Bond to catch her. And this is the chapter I had to reread uh, in the subway on my way to the show last night, which is like, I, when I was telling you this, like, I couldn't remember. There's a lot of plot in this book, and I couldn't remember. So I know what the Colonel wants. I know why M is in Bond. Well, we do, but we don't. I know why Bond is going to, 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 to Greece. And what what I couldn't remember is why does Ariane's team want Bond? I could, couldn't remember because it's Bond. He's going to Greece, and they, he's he's a known agent, so they want to well, keep it at tabs on him. Yeah, they do, but it's more specific than that. It's because they've clued in. They don't know exactly what is supposed to thwart this meeting on Vrakunisi, but they know something is supposed to thwart, and they've 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 got their fingers on intelligence that suggests Bond is. Maybe unbeknownst to himself, but Bond is part of that plan. So they want to kidnap him, keep him in the safe house for a few days, and just let him bugger off once the the com the commie party is is over on the, on the island. But they don't really know what's happened. They just know we need to get our hands on Bond. Bond has something to do with this. So that's why Gordienko and Ariadne are are, are trying to want they, to get. Their you're hands right. In. They know that the conference and the so they sus- they already suspecting but, that but something is afoot. Exactly. It, there, it's suspicion. And they're they're making a play on suspicion, but they don't know exactly what's happening. Yeah, hmm. you're right. Makes well, it's, it's in the books. So yeah, no, you're like right. I didn't pick. Uh, I, I was. Well, more, I had to reread it. I couldn't remember why. It was why much the more simpler in my mind than than what you're describing. What was your version? Well, they just it's Bond. We got we we got to keep him in control. He's he's here, and that's it. Oh, okay, 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 okay. It's Bond. <laughs> I, oh, it's, it's the opposite version of KGB. It's them going, <laughs> it's Bond. It's Bond. Um, yeah, so, uh, but of course, the time in the safe house, uh, we really don't get to spend a lot of time with Gordienko. I mean, this is like over pretty quick. Yeah. They're, they're attacked by presumably Colonel Sun's men who also want Bond <laughs> for their own purposes. And yeah, pretty much everybody's shot except, thank goodness, Ariadne. And uh, whew, good thing James made it out. <laughs> Jeez. The, the, the first thing they do, they add to his... Uh, that's something I, I, I... After reading the book, I was like, okay, why didn't you do that at first? Um, they don't go to the British consulate. They go to this... Thomas is his name. So yeah, like a, a safe house. Like their own safe house, sort of, which is posing as a bookstore. I guess. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, it's their safe house, but it adds it's being it's burning down as uh, they they come. It's been a, they they already arrived, so she brings him to one of her friends, and uh, well, that's they make love. Exactly, they finally release their passions that they've been holding on for two for the past what hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. But and but it's violent, like it's really animal, animalistic. It's not, um, it's not smooth and soft like what they do later on Litsas's bo- Litsas's boat. This is like, we gotta. I'm gonna get off. I want you. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's brutal. Yeah, Th- this is oh James. <laughs> this is, it's, it... 
It's, yeah. Uh, and the, the following day, I guess, they, they, well, they, they, they realized that they, they can't rely on any of their nope. backups. You nope. can't go for... Her backup is dead. His backup is probably dead. Uh, MIA, let's say. And so she said, I might, I know a guy. I know a guy. Follow me to the, to the port. Litsas, an old, fa an old friend of the family. Nico Litsas. Yeah, an old friend of the family who doesn't agree with Ariadne's political views, but sort of loves her like the daughter he never had, sort of type of thing. You know? He's not that, that old, though. He says he's, what, 45? Oh, really? I, I okay, think... maybe I'm wrong. Well, I'm, I'm guessing she's like in her 20s, like all these Bond yeah. girls are. Well, bon <laughs> Bond keeps aging, the girls stay the same. Isn't it perfect? <laughs> uh, well, I, we, I wish we could ask Roger more. <laughs> right. Um, so, uh, so they they meet up, and he's very reluctant to uh, to help them. I mean, yeah, he's bitter about he's, the war, about the people he lost. He's, yeah. uh, the British used to be allies, but maybe a little bit less so now. The British have sort of forsaken them in, in, a, in to an extent. He doesn't agree with Ariadne's political views, even though he really likes her a lot. Uh, and and she, well, there's also the matter that she's she still hasn't revealed what she knows. Bond doesn't know what Bond has no idea what a Vraconisi is. Litsas knows what a Vraconisi is, but doesn't know there's something happening on Vraconisi. I don't think they, they, they she told them where where to Not end. Yet. Yeah. No, they she does that like a chapter or two later once they're actually on the boat and they've convinced them to uh, and to she help said, them out. Head this direction because she she doesn't want all of Bond to warn of his, his people. So she kind of coerced him to, uh, to 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 stay with her because he could have went to the consulate, but she would have disappeared and they would have lost their like everything. They they wouldn't have been able to save him. It would have failed. Mm. So they she coerced him into staying with her, and that they they got the yeah to right they get the boat. Well, they she says that von Richter is involved, oh, and that sets Litzas off. He's, He's like. That mofo. He has a I'm in. Kill Bill like We're putting that into the episode. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that so that sets him off. Uh, I gotta that his ass is mine, mm -hmm. basically type of mentality. Uh, so and then they 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 bugger off to uh, Vraconis. Vraconis. You know what the the about about this uh, uh, Capuzun the ca, ca, Capu I can't remember Capuzo? the the uh, the, city the drink that that, that he uh, what we that oh uh, uh, Capu burnt down. <laughs> what the hell or, is that the, thing? He killed everyone. It led me to Capuzona. It led me to investigate a little bit on Wikipedia about um, Greek uh, uh, mass murders in in and it's it's not a pretty chapter, especially during World War Two. The, like there's a quite a number of villages that have been burnt down. There's like s between I think the, the uh, one of the higher number of deaths is like close to I don't know if it's five thousand or two thousands. Uh, the highest one to the lowest one there's maybe 60 like mm -hmm. all these massacres that happened during the war in German killed 
the entire villages. Oh, they looks like they took a page out of the uh, the Japanese World War II school of invading a country, like the the the, the rape of Nanking and all that. It's like it's pretty pretty it's brutal. Brutal. Yeah, it was. It wasn't just we're coming into your backyard. We hope you're still in your backyard when we show up, so we can rape your women and children, slit your throat, and it's <laughs> whoa. Okay, guys. It, it, yeah, it's 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 insane. Uh, but yeah, it's it. Don't don't research that. It's not it's not a pleasant. Uh, like I did that during my lunch break. I was like, Ugh, oh, lost your oh. appetite. Yeah, kind of. Mm. Um, so we we they start to head towards the island, and uh, we have a pretty fun. I had fun with that action sequence. Oh, where they're accosted by another boat who are pretending who are pretending to be this sort of like oh yeah seaside security team or whatever that. No, hell. no. At first, they're 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 uh, saying oh our boat is uh, not working. Properly. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's true. There's what am two I thinking boat of? Oh no, that's the poor guy that becomes the captain. <laughs> yeah. Oops. <laughs> uh, you know, at the end of the book, they're like, "Oh, I wonder what happened to that guy." I'm like, "We never find out because he, yeah, uh, they they they, well, they never find out." They switch boats, and yeah, uh, the guy who switched boats gets shot in the knee, and that's all. That's all she wrote. That's it, we, mm. we don't know what happens to, to that guy. I'm not holding my breath. Oh no, I think he's uh, sleeping with the fishers. Uh. Yeah, but uh, yes, no, you're right. I'm I'm getting those two moments mixed up. Yeah, so it's this person saying, "Oh, our, our motor is not working. And, Can uh, you help us?" That a bond who's a sailor says, "Ah, as sailors, we can't let like there's the pops." <laughs> possibility are bond the, the ever the nice guy when it's convenient so they device this plan where bond is going to swim in parallel go to the boat while they're trying to tow like put ropes yeah. to tow the uh, the other boat and bond like in climbs climbs aboard he's looking around trying not to be seen sneaky and, bond and he has grenades in his trousers yep. And when stuff starts to blow up, that's when he says, hey, "If you throws a few grenades in the, the uh, inside the boat, run jumps off, and boat explodes, leaves with a bang, and every one of the goons die, gun dies except one apparently, one, except one, one who survives. Yet this. another character. I'm like, why is this book persisting on this character now? Like, I don't, I don't know. It's weird." In a movie, that would be funny. The the Anchman that wouldn't die, like the yeah. guy that Bond keeps encountering and hurting, and he's still coming back. Because that's the guy that's climbing the mountain. Uh, the climbing well, mountain, down the mountain. Coming down, yeah. Yes, like, that's, that's him. Yeah, well, he's he's also a survivor, though. Yeah. He's pretty good, man. He's the only one who survives by the end of the book. <laughs> Everyone else is dead except this guy. <laughs> Uh, I wonder if that. I wonder if that's supposed to be a joke. I don't, it's not. It's but, not written like it's funny. But it's not funny, but when you think about it, it it's is funny. funny. Yeah, it is. Everybody else got gets blown up except this guy here, who actually did get blown up, but just would not die. He right? wouldn't die. All right. So yeah, there's a bit of an action beat here. The boat blows. The boat blows up. Uh, Yanni gets in on the action. We forgot about Yanni. Yeah, he stabs sort of one like, of them. Yeah, sort of like the young. Second in command, so to speak, he's there for the adventure. Yeah, there for the experience. He doesn't want to drink. He just stab a man in the, in the back, but yeah, I don't want to drink. It's it's too much for me. It's like, yeah, it's like no. I think you need you need to drink after after killing somebody. You need you need the the 
He's a Drink. born he's a born stone stone cold killer. Yeah. Uh, we finally make it to the island. Yeah. And we do, but we're not even close to the end of the book though at this point. Know. It's like there's a lot that happens once they tech, get to the it's island. It's a tech book. Yeah. My version is uh I have the same so. Yeah, it's uh 219. Uh 319. Mm. Yeah. It's pretty for big. A bot, for a bot book, usually yeah, it's pretty big. These are much uh, shorter, but it's a good one. Uh, spoiler. Uh, this is where we meet General Orensky, the guy in yes. charge of the conference, who turns out... He gay. He's gay, but he's such a dick. Oh, he's he's more than gay. He's, I think, supposed to be a bit of a perv as yeah, well. Yeah, he's a little bit of a pe- pedo. Yeah, a pedophile, right? I went to my yeah, it's a, it's yeah. A, he's, uh, and he's such an arrogant prick when... When because uh, Adrian Adriani shows up with uh, Yanni and he has eyes on Yanni, he's like, nom, 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 nom. Mm-hmm. young men, and he looks at her and he's disgusted by her. Everyone thinks like she's described as be- being beautiful, and he's like, ugh, woman with with boobs, woman with big tits. Give me this nice, slim young teenage boy. Oh. Yuck. I like teenage boys. Oh, Jesus. Don't say that too much. because I'm editing that episode. <laughs> I might have I, that line repeat itself for a while. I like teenage boys. I like teenage boys. I like teenage boys. <laughs> Uh-oh. I have made great mistake. Uh, <laughs> So yes, um, essentially the the deal here is actually. Um, well, is this also the scene where Ariani and Yanni show up to shore? Because Ariani's yes. like, she's trying to convince him that to to to, to that there is a plot against the conference, but mm. he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you wh- wh- what? Did you, did you, you're saying that James Bond told you that? Where is James Bond? Mm. Like, the hell with this that that terrorist attempt. I don't want to know. I want James Bond. No, 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 no. The boy can stay. But tell me about James Bond. <laughs> yeah. So, can I get both of them? The boy and James Bond? <laughs> but James Bond's a little bit too old for him, I guess. Uh, yeah, but I mean, t- think about the prestige he would get. Uh, bang and James I Bond. I killed him, but I fucked him. <laughs> bang, bang, Bond. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mr. cutting Kiss, all Mr. of this. Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. <laughs> oh. Has James Bond met his match? <laughs> God. That's gonna be a fun that's gonna be an interesting episode to to mm. to, to edit. Um So he lets he so he lets uh Ariane and Yanni head back to the boat, yeah. back, back back head back to the Altair? Altair? Altair. Because um, well she he yes, he does let her go, but he says she, she's kind of playing him for a patsy because he says, "Oh, I, how is he treating you?" And so, "Oh, he's horrible. He's he's he, he doesn't like." They're they're based on his reputation as a almost cartoonish Superman that mm. uh, bangs everyone. They, they, they she plays well, he is a cartoonish Superman that bangs everyone. I, I, yes, <laughs> but he's not. He's not presented the way she she describes him mm. when she, she she's playing to Turansky. Uh, in order to not only let her leave, but also like she knows that it 
her attempt at convincing him failed. Mm. So, so she needs to head back to to to, to the boat, and uh, they need to make other plans because it's not work. It's gonna it's not gonna work. Um, so, but still, I, I, it's it's a funny interlude that the, that little moment when the she explains the situation, and after that, they're kind of mocking Aransky's sort of a lame villain. Mm. It's like he's more incompetent than anything yeah yeah well he's he has a huge stick stuck stuck up his ass also so he's quite annoying mm. as in addition to being uh, a pervert he's also a pedophile excuse me he's also um he's also uh, a stiff ass russian yeah a stiff ass a stiff ass rusky oh uh, yeah so we hate those can't mm. can't do them can't do that they got to be the villains and uh, what the heck happened? All right, that's when they start planning how they're actually going to go on to the island. I believe they actually uh, they start talking about their their assault on the island. There's a boat that follows them at night. I guess a little mini action scene where they take out the light of the boat. Yeah. And while they have a moment, Bond and they're going to swim to the island. And Ariane is a great swimmer, by the way, even better swimmer than Bond. Almost it seems like she's actually. Oh, we forgot than. to mention that earlier they treated boats with. Uh George is his name? Yes. Jorge. Jorge. I don't think that's the Greek version of that at all. But uh, yeah, George. Uh, <laughs> Poor George. Yuck. It's a bit of a disappointing chapter. <laughs> well, it's a forgettable chapter because, I mean, we never find out what happens to him. It seems pretty clear that they shoot him at the end, don't they? Chapter 16, The Temporary Captain. George did as he was told. This was not a situation in which you kept your mouth shut. He gave a very full description of the Cynthia. He was still adding details when there was another explosion inside his head this time, and the sun went out. Oh. Oh. Oh, my mistake. He did. My mistake. I, I, he gone. I thought he was shot in the leg. Oh, he's shot in the leg. Then he's shot in the head. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't understand that. Yeah, and that's pretty clear. Oops. Which makes it all the more comical a few chapters later. Like, hey, whatever happened to George? Anybody know where, that, where George is? <laughs> I'll text him. Poor, poor guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's what Litsas and Bond and Ariadne intended, but it's it's the uh, unintentional uh, brutality that befalls our friend George. Our friend George. Uh, our other friend George. Yeah, George too. Uh, although this one, uh, this one also, la- oh, this one also only lasted one Bond adventure. <laughs> so. Uh, Although the arrival on the, at uh, Vraconisi, a uh, little intense, little intense. Um, there's a reconnaissance. Well, he spies on von Richter. And son. He's arrested by a Russian soldier. Arrested? Well, attempt to arrest him. Accosted. Accosted. That soldier is shot dead by a long-range rifle. Bond, James Bond, what are you doing here? <laughs> I'm going to arrest you. No, you're not. I got my friend Litsas right down there. Who's Litsas? Yeah. Great shot, Litsas, apparently. Great yeah. shot. And he's always saying that people like don't underestimate rifles. I'm like Oh, we should also point out that Litsas's collection of his his armaments is is basically a collection of, of guns that not only you know, today they're old. At the time of this book, they're already 20, 30 years old. He has yeah. like the classics, but he's kept it in pristine uh, working order. Yeah, no. So he basically they're using guns that are at the time of this book are already about twenty twenty five years old. It's pretty cool. Yeah, he's got uh, he's leftovers. Got 
Yeah, not sloppy seconds though. This is like that. He what he what what Litsas has is like you know when you you have like really good pizza, and then you keep it in the fridge and then you reheat it, but it's like that good reheated pizza. Like that's what Litsas has as far as I mean. It's good reheated. Pizza it's like gun. it's really good reheated pizza. It's like man, this is almost better than the fresh pizza I had last night. You know, after all these uh, adventures, they finally make their way to the island after being forced to swim for it. Mm. And all Bond has is a like a knife and is the clothes on his back. Like all his weapons are are in the boat. And as soon as he makes it on the island, he gets knocked out. Yep. As Bond is want to get, uh, as Bond is want to do, you know, he often gets knocked out. Movies, books. So now we're in the we're in the spider's web now. Oh, are we ever, mm-hmm. Jesus? Like first mm-hmm. they, well, they, he get he, he's awoken, and that this is where we find out that uh, yeah, well, his plan is to torture him. And well, he, Colonel, le colonel, senior colonel, senor and Bond uh, are finally face to face. Very polite, the colonel. Always. Very sweet. Is your head okay? You know, do you need something to drink? You know, do you want a cigarette? You want a fag? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Go to hell. Clearly, this guy's off his rocker. Like it's classic. It's classic Bond villainy. The polite, courteous antagonist. That is very sweet towards Bond just before he's going to do like nasty things to him. And this he, takes it to another level, though. What he has planned for him is horrendous. Mm. Like the he's never clear on what he's gonna do as torture at first. You you never you only find out when he starts to torture him. But he he plans to. He says, "Okay, I'm gonna torture you, but I won't tell you how I'm gonna do it. But here's how I'm gonna kill you. Surprise! When the, you you're you're gonna be like super." Tortured and writing in pain, I'm gonna break your limbs mm. and give you an injection, and then you're gonna be uh, like super high and die. Uh, like you're, you're gonna lose your stuff. Mm. It's just gonna, it's gonna blow your mind. It's gonna be fun. It's just it's gonna be so much pain. You'll, you're gonna have such a good ride. Yeah, yeah. Pain, pain for you, pleasure for me. Yeah, just yeah. Ugh. Yeah, but what you fail to understand, Matthew, is that Conan's son is a visionary. <laughs> uh, this this is a man that's working on a on a level that you and I can simply not understand and never will, because he did now. He did. But uh, yeah, so we finally get, to, and we also finally learn about the plot. Like Von Richter, we finally meet this Von Richter guy yeah. that the book has been building up. He's like, I think he's a very whatever character. Um, but basically, so the idea finally is that. Although it's been strongly hinted at, the idea is that uh, where Colonel Sun and, and von Richter are located is they can see uh, where the meeting uh, among the the, the communist bigwigs bigwigs is going to happen on Vraconisi, and they have this uh, motar, those things, those old, those old school lob, like bomb launchers, where you like you, it's like a tube that you. S- plant on the ground and you tilt it a little bit and then you put a bomb in there and then you block your ears as the bomb goes it sort of shoots up in the air and basically they've been uh, they've been von richter and his helper have been practicing this i don't remember in which country they did it but they've been practicing this which already tells you a little bit of like wow yeah these this guy really is a butcher and uh yeah and even worked out a system because 
they they can't really see that well, so he needs to rely on his uh, his little friend to give him. Okay, you're gonna like this degree and this degree. Mm. He's gonna give him codes to tell him where to aim. And it turns out that that dude has been like poisoned because yeah. they realized like okay, after this all this stuff is done, we don't have the time to pick up that guy. So <laughs> what do we do? Uh, let's poison him. So they give him a sandwich with stuff in it and and but that's but see that's the funny thing that's revealed a little bit later after we think colonel sun is dead and there's this doctor in the room and bond uh, the doctor does his best to sort of give in bond whatever information he knows and that's when we find out that von richter's buddy has been drugged but it almost like we're getting into nit nitpicks here but it almost felt like Amos was like man I got so many characters I don't know what to do with them uh yeah the bad guys were going to drug them cuz they didn't know what to do with them after yeah that that works that's what sort of that red <laughs> yeah like, when you mention it, like, it it's not clever Why? It's, it's like yeah um, we have too much villain we need I have to need... I have to kill them cuz Bond won't have enough time to kill all of them on his own you know it's like um so what about so the torture scene itself is pretty intense uh-huh. Yeah, but before that, we we have a a, meet, a meeting, the first meeting between Bond and M. That's it's our, when it's he, our M scene. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is our M scene. It's the M scene. Yeah. So stop that comfort. Stop 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 them, Bond. Your mission is simple: kill all of them. Get me out of here. Actually, not even Bond. Uh, Bond M actually says, you know, forget me. I'm too slow. I'm too old. I can't make it out of here. Stop them and just forget about me. Of course, Bond being the dutiful servant to Her Majesty's Secret Service and his loyal M. Uh, no, man, you're my, you're like my dad. <laughs> and then they hug. Uh, yeah, so new mission. Well, actually, confirmation of the mission yeah. we have said. Kill them all. Stop them. You know. No, the, the initial mission was to find them. He, he found them. New mission. New mission. Stop them. Blow shit up. Blow stuff up. Yeah, so this is where the action begins yeah the the real the the, the uh, weirdest the, the sickliest torture scene we've ever read so far mm. this gave me the creeps the entire time the banter is fun i mean we'll get there when we get there but for this the specter episode they picked up mm. almost word for word the dialogue but it's fun dialogue and i listened to the audiobook version it's Simon Vance. He does an incredible job with yeah. the dialogue. It's right. such cool. It's like, oh, can you stop? Can you start the torture? Like, I'm tired of hearing you talk. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That is also picked up on in Inspector. <laughs> it was funny. It was. I think Colonel Sun is 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 very well described. So it's not like I suddenly saw Christoph Waltz, but certainly that first those first couple lines, I did immediately think of. Uh, of Spectre before Blofeld morphed back into uh, Colonel Sun. Yeah, it was interesting. But yeah, it's, that's, it's just horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. So he's not, it's not like the movie. Like the movie feels asepticized. It feels neutered. This, like he's, all, like he's almost sitting on Bond and taking needles and like mm. jamming. Like he jams one first in his ear. Mm. Like I, I, don't understand like how come he's not like he pierces uh, the uh, the eardrums, but apparently you can kneel for that, I guess. And like, and he keeps poking, and then Bond's like, ah, like sweating, and 
in pain and after that he think he picks like he's it's in the in the nose yeah. and his bond's bleeding and like even like Connor's son is almost like he's just, it's weird the way it's described it's just I don't know if he's having pleasure from it. Sort of. Like he's so fast. He's so into it that he's in his zone. He's in his zone. It's weird that it's and he stops for a while and he's like, you know what? I I I need now I need I need to make this even creepier and disgusting. We need to make you know what this thing this has been this has been fascinating. It's been exciting. It's been adventurous. It's been grotesque. You know what this needs? This needs a little sex appeal. Here comes the prostitute. <laughs> Bring in the whore. <laughs> oh, and she doesn't want to have anything to do with this. Mm. Like the doctor is a coward the entire time. He says nothing, but like she orders her, her to strip down and she says, oh, I want you to kiss him and sexually stimulate him. I want him to be like... Like basically, he wants to torture him with Bond having a hard arm. That's pretty much it. I'm like, what the? F-? That's weird. That's weird. Like we're on weird territory. Like I, I can see why they want to. They wanted to adapt that scene at the same time. Why did didn't adapt it properly? Because that would have given them a, a hard rating. Mm. Like it's such a it's disgusting. <laughs> it's great, but it's. It, 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 My it, dear Madeleine, I need you to strip now. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to sexualize. So, oh my God. This brief moment between having a hard on and not having a hard on, <laughs> completely odd. <laughs> and at first, it looks like she's going to she's gonna obey him. At first, she, she refuses him and he, he threatens to kill her. And she says, oh, okay. If you don't give him a hard on, you will be shot. <laughs> And thrown overboard. Um, so he find she finally relents. She said, "Oh, but please turn around. I want. I don't want you f- to see that." So what did she do? Grabs a knife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and freeze bon- Bond. Freeze Bond. Bond. She she gives Bond the knife, and Bond. Uh, well, she, she says, she, "Oh, he's dead." And Son is like, "WTF? I couldn't have killed him. This I, this has been, I've been." practice or what i've been preparing this for so long it's impossible he cannot be dead i have not done him twice yeah exactly we need to poke some more i need to poke him more and uh true enough he is not dead no he's not dead and bond is like you dirty oh he he stabs him like he kind of stabs him in the uh, the back first and he like the way it's described, he he shouldn't be like he should be a cra- uh, like a handicap for the rest of the, like if if he survived like he shouldn't be able to move. But this is Colonel Sun we're doing with. Yeah, this is not just anybody. <laughs> he d- doesn't need the ner- nervous system. Like oh, his will will uh, <laughs> keep him moving. So he stabs him a couple of times. He looks dead. Even mm-hmm. the doctor says, "I don't, he's not." He, he, don't need to check for the pulse. He, he's he's not dead, but he can't walk. So. Don't worry about okay. him. It's not like he could w- get up and assault me and kill the prostitute and get away. No, that's never that's never gonna happen. Let's not worry about don't it. Worry so about it. he gives Bond an injection to like basically uh, an adrenaline shot, I yeah. guess. Get to counter the effects of having been uh, poked in the brain <laughs> and, the and up the nose. Yeah. Um, Bond and he gets uh, he gives also Bond something for Litzos because Litzos uh, been has been tranquilized. Yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, uh, 
our, our dear friend uh, Alec, uh, Adriani has been gang raped. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. Also, I can't see also why they didn't want to adapt this. Yeah. Um, so My dear Madeleine, <laughs> go geez. into this room, please. Uh, he, so he starts, he, he frees them, he frees them, starts taking names, kills Von Richter and his little friend. No, he doesn't kill the little friend. <laughs> Richter and his little friend. No, he doesn't kill him. It's true. He doesn't <laughs> no, kill the him. little friend has been drugged, he, right? V von Richter is not killed by Bon. It, bon no, yeah. Uh, Litzas wants Von Richter. Litzas. And Litzas is like a madman. When he finds Von Richter, he brings him to a boat and uh, they drive off in the sunset and Von Richter <laughs> is never seen again. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the butcher now? Yeah. Um, so. Bond finally, like, he stops Von Richter. The conference is saved. Uh, but uh, he goes back to the, um, well, the torture room, uh, expecting to find Sun and uh, the, the, the other two, the prostitute and doctor, the, the doctor. But the, there's the doctor, there's the prostitute. Uh, no sun, and uh, the prostitute is dead. there's no sun. It's a cellar. It's dark. It's down there. Yeah. We expect it to be sun. <laughs> You gotta let the sun free. Um, sun is gone. Um, the well, prostitute. It's a little cloudy, but I wouldn't say the sun is gone. <laughs> the prostitute is dead, and the doctor is uh, bleeding to death mm, on yeah. moments from from yeah. dying. Mm -hmm. And we found out that he, not only did he survive uh, the bond stabbing, but uh, he, I think he gave himself a shot of something. Uh, I didn't pick up on that. Or it's the doctor that gave himself a shot to, to stay alive. Somebody somebody got a shot of something and started basically some like managed to run away, uh, bleeding all over the place. Uh, and he has a little beeper to control the mortar or, or bomb. What is it? What is he holding in his hand? That? Isn't that a grenade? Oh, is it a grenade? I think it's a grenade because uh, I think okay. his plan is to throw the grenade at Bond, uh, but yeah. Bond moves out of the way, yeah. so he says, "Yeah, you know what? F this," and he blows himself dead. Well, actually, not. Well, hold on, I love the ending to that chapter. Hold on, oh, the chapter is called "Goodbye, James." That's a long chapter. I don't know if it's the longest one, but it's a long chapter. Sun had slipped to his knees against the wall of the gully. The extraordinary eyes were open. They fixed on the knife Bond still grasped and their expression became one of appeal. Bond knelt, placed the point of the knife over Sun's heart, and pushed. Even then, in the last moment of that inhuman vitality, the bloodied lips stirred and mumbled, Goodbye, James. The moment was whisked away. Sun had turned into a life-sized doll. That's awesome. That's awesome. Goodbye, James. He doesn't blow himself up with the grenade. I know there's a grenade there. Huh, miss. That's two now that you're like. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I love that death. I love that death. Goodbye, James. Good stuff. Good stuff. He does toss the grenade, but it's like thrown at random. I thought he, he killed himself accidentally. I yeah, no, check that. it out. Colonel's son is dead. Uh, all the villains have been dispatched. We found out that also Von Richter has been killed by Litzes. Mm. And the way it's described how he killed him, like Von Richter didn't understand what he did was wrong. Yeah. And Litzes was, so was hoping to make Von Richter see the error of his ways. And Richter was like, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. 
nice nice gentleman yeah and uh after that the, uh we have the convalescing scene i guess which is common with most book um so they're sort of writing down what happened making reports and there's a russian that shows up and you know, wants to thank bond he offers uh bond the order of something or whatever uh, bond refuses as he's want to do he's refused if, he, if he's going to refuse one from his own he's going to refuse one from the enemy frenemy yeah frenemy it's the first time it, it's 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 not in the fleming books because in the fleming books the russians are dirty 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 yeah. son of a son of a guns and here they're presented in, in a more favorable nuanced yeah well that goes back to what i was you know my sort of extrapolating of why colonel uh, sun wants bond those sort of the geopolitical situation was became more complicated by the late 1960s probably especially once you know china went communist so i think their amos was trying to um you know apply shades of gray into the the politics that that govern this type of a story which did, did make it interesting it wasn't as black and white of course now like oh the chinese are super super evil yeah. you know it's like not that much better but yeah, I, I still appreciated. You know, there was a there, there's an unfortunate price to pay in trying to bring nuance to the Russian side. But you know, you got to make the the, the 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 Chinese the bad guys right. now. Yeah, Jeez. obviously. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. We're we're not reading these books because we we, we have an intolerance for non PC PC things. It's a no. It's no. an un PC. They world. come with the territory. Yeah. You sort of have to accept it. You don't have to like it. I don't necessarily like it, but it doesn't make the book not good all of a sudden. It's still a fun book. Mm. Yeah, and then there's a little meetup between uh, Bond and Ariadne, and uh, sort of like you concluded in your synopsis, you know, they go out for a little date, but they can't really become be friends. Yeah. Or long-term friends, that is to say. They'll be friends for the night, though, but not long-term. They're, they're prisoner of their sense of duty. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's that's the end of Colonel Sun. That is the end of Colonel Sun. He gone. This book done. So, uh, how do we? Do you want to rate this? This is the the because we can't compare it to uh, the other books that uh, Kingsley Amius wrote. Because I mean, we we uh, well, first, we're not able to. What we read could them. what we could do is, you know, here's maybe a thought. Uh, we'll do. We'll come back in the future probably rather far off future, with another type of debriefing. Maybe one of my ideas would be a lot of authors have done one-offs. Amos, uh, Sebastian Fox, Jeffrey Deaver, William Boyd. Are we Boyd. talking down the years yeah. down the line? Yeah, we could maybe like rank the one-offs. I was going to say Horowitz, but now he's written two. Although, Of what we read so far, if you compare it to the, the other Fleming novels, mm. It's up there. I mean, I'd rather read this than diamonds. Uh, I'd rather I'd rather read this than Golden Gun. Uh, Some part with Doctor No, I would say. Nah, it's in that vicinity. Yeah, that there's vicinity. a good torture scene. There's good tension, good build up, so, solid characters. Uh, Got a gay villain. Uh, <laughs> side villain. <laughs> Mm. Uh, I I think it's close in close proximity to 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 Doctor No book good, yeah. which is pretty good. That's pretty good. Doctor No is a pretty good book, so excellent. Yeah, no, I I agree. I really don't have anything to add. I mean, this has been a pretty thorough review. This has been one of the more thorough book reviews we've done in a while. It's a complicated book yeah. with the 
we diverted a little bit in then there, so I think I can shrink the episode to a manageable size, but mm. yeah, it's a long one. Mm. So yeah, thus ends Colonel Sun, and thus ends our first foray into the post-Fleming world of li the literary James Bond. Exciting. I'm glad we did that. That was a big first step. Mm -hmm. the, big, the first step is the biggest, it's the most important, it's the most maybe, uh, it's the one that made me the most nervous, but so far so good. Yeah, me too. Uh, I was nervous because uh, we're, we're in uncharted territory for now. So, uh, that sense, Colonel Sun, I mean, um, we, there's something about this podcast that we have, uh, uh, our presence. We have um, uh, people everywhere. We have people everywhere. Wouldn't you agree? So, there's uh, anchor.fm. .fm. Okay. Uh, com. visit our Facebook page I'm a big fan of our own Facebook page uh, search for the James Bond Complex there's the Twitter account at the Bond Complex there's the Instagram account uh, at the James Bond Complex uh, you may purchase our show uh, on Google purchase? Play purchase sure we, have, we don't sell anything here we're not making money of this most people want to give us money <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, feel free. By the way, you know, <laughs> you, no, no donate button yet, and I have no intention of. <laughs> no. So Google Play, uh, anybody can Google that, and of course there's iTunes. Uh, search for us on iTunes. Subscribe to the James Bond Complex on iTunes. Find it in your heart to write a review, uh, and there are five stars, uh, just like the little star. What's this? So I'm holding the cover of Colonel Sun right now. It's a nice looking cover. What's this right here? That's a star. It's a star. What color is it? It's yellow. Sure. You, we so, want five of those. Yeah, we want five of those. Color them, please. Please? Please. Uh, we're both on Twitter. I'm at double O pop underscore. What? No, at double underscore OH underscore pop. Really complicated your life with that handle. <laughs> I'm used to it by now. Yeah. I'm at Metal Claire with two T's. And just as James Bond always returns, so too will the James Bond complex return in the authorized autobiography of Auto James Bond. The James Bond authorized biography, I think, is the official title. All right. I'll we go with your version. That's somewhere there. Wherever. I don't know. There you have it. Toujours un plaisir. Merci. À la prochaine. Au revoir.